Welcome to the People, Planet, Profit podcast. I'm Hayley Jarrick and today I'm joined by Hilary Smith. Hilary is the founder of Top Dog and Top Dog of Barking Mad Marketing. Hilary has been working in marketing for over 25 years across small to large businesses, private enterprises and government in various industries. Her specialties are strategic project and digital marketing and marketing coaching. She has an MBA and a Bachelor of Business Management from the University of Queensland and has a thirst for learning, continually updating her skills in the ever-changing space of digital marketing. Hillary founded Barking Mad Marketing after seeing a need for honest, practical, no fast strategic marketing solutions for small and be- medium businesses. And that's why I've asked her to join us today um, for as part of our Small Business Month program. Welcome, Hillary. Thank you very much, Hallie. I'm very honoured to be here today. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry I stumbled over a bit of that there in, in the front. Um, so to give everybody a bit of context, uh, context um, the Supply Chain Sustainability School employs Hillary to do its marketing. So um, I can honestly firsthand um, speak to what it's like to operate as a small business and working with somebody who understands small business and marketing. Um, and it's why I've invited Hillary to um, present some of her top tips today for what other small businesses need to know about marketing, because she certainly taught me a thing or two and keeps me on track on a regular basis. And um, she's a one to have around. So thanks, Hillary. So um, I'll hand over to you. What do you think are the sort of the top tips you have for small businesses on marketing? Thank you, Hallie. I've got some great tips. So I've got um, five tips to really help businesses um, with a small business. So the first one is planning. So a goal without a plan is just a wish. That is a common quote um, that's out there in the in the business space. So what that means is if you want to have a business, but then you actually haven't got a plan to actually um, know what you want to achieve in that business, it's then very hard to get to those goals. So you may have an ambition, may have some ambitious goals. But how, how do you tend to reach those goals in your business? You need to plan and you need to actually strategically plan for your business. But what does that mean? So it needs to be in line and aligned with your business plan. Even if you just start off with a one-page business plan and then you can actually start somewhere, um, it actually helps you to start somewhere and you can do it for a year and then you can actually continue planning for the next sort of three years and so forth. But to start off with, your marketing plan needs to be aligned um, with your business plan and it gives you a direction to follow um, with your business plan. So where to start? So just start with one page, write it down. What are you going to do or what do you want to do in your business? What do you want to achieve? Um, And what, what is that success for you? So is it giving back to the community and to charity or is it making a million dollars? Is it employing people and then providing other opportunities for people? Is it growing a sustainable business that drives change? So what is success for you? And then how are you going to achieve that? So that includes your budget, resources, your marketing, how are you going to sell and distribute? So even just start that as a business plan And then your marketing plan will grow from that and it needs to be aligned with your business plan. But you do need some direction to go forward. Um, The next one is competitors. So everyone's, um, a lot of people starting out in business, they're very worried about competition, um, but don't worry about your competitors. So because this helps you then find your niche and what you're good at or enjoy. Um, Also, the way that you do your business and the way you deliver your products or services um, and the type that you have in your business is different to your competitors. So that will help you then identify your unique selling point 
And that also then helps you to understand how you're different from your competitors and to be able to communicate that to your potential customers. Then you will also develop your brand from this. This is an extension of your unique selling point, which is USP. They abbreviate it as. Um, there is always going to be competition. So whatever you do in your business, there's always going to be competition or someone that you might think that's stealing your idea. But you even might have competitors that you can get to know actually then start working with and collaborate with because then you might actually help each other and grow in different markets because you might specialise in a different area than your competitor does, but then how you can leverage off each other and collaborate. Um, a third point to help small businesses is your customers, and that's about talking to your customers. Firstly, work out um, who your customers are and then where your customers are and then what your customers want. So you need to be really um, comfortable in the, the customers that you work with. And it's really important when you start out in a business that you you work with customers that you want to work with. And that sounds really simple, but a lot of people then they don't in their business and then they sort of complain about their customers and so forth. But if you work with customers that you really want to work with, you're going to enjoy it more and you're going to really actually understand them more. So find out where they hang out and what they do, what they buy, how they speak, and um, so basically how they walk the talk as well. Then target them wherever they are. So that's for your marketing. So it, either be it on social platforms or how you brand your products or services to attract that ideal market, and that then develops into your target market. But really talk to your customers how your customers want to be spoken to um, and work with customers that you really want to work with as well. Um, selling is number four. So selling is a part of marketing and it's the part of marketing that a lot of people don't like doing, but you can do selling that doesn't have to be a hard sell. So selling these days is much more um, about the customer experience and the customer has with your business. So it's about the whole customer journey. So it's not about going and selling hard and just saying, you know, I have this great product for sale, buy it, buy it, buy it. It's not about that at all these days. So it is about engaging with your customers and it's about developing a great experience for your customers along the whole journey. So a lot of people in business sort of forget about the whole process and they think it just starts off with that initial contact or providing the product or service, but it actually includes before and after the sale and follow-up if required. Um, so people's expectations has really changed around this space. So they do expect immediate response from social media or other ways how they contact you. So a really great um, way to help with your selling and the whole customer experience is actually really set those expectations off from the start. So you might have an auto response um, and it states when your response time is or even when your postage time is. That might be on your website as part of your FAQs. So if your postage is going to be a week, say that it's going to be a week and then people understand those expectations and you can help manage those expectations. Um, it also might include training your staff up. So if you have some staff um, or even when you're starting out, it's that first contact that your business, um, that your customers has with your business can either make or break a sale. So you might need to train some staff up there about some really basic things about how they write emails or even um, answering the phone call or following up those um, inquiries. And if you also have a warranty, um, make sure you honour it, you know, be, be a good person and honour your warranty or your guarantee and so forth. Um, and if you make any mistakes, apologise, um, take responsibilities for your actions in your business as well. We're all human, so 
And I think these days um, what's happened in the, you know, in the business space um, with the pandemic and everything, like everyone um, deserves and needs a bit of kindness, but, you know, take responsibilities for your actions in your business as well. And showing that transparency and honesty, people will appreciate it because then they actually understand that you're human as well and it just goes a long way in your sustainability of your business as well, that you're an honest and transparent um, business person and also in the products and services that you offer. And then number five is about which marketing tactic do I use? I get this, I this question a lot with small business. They're sort of overwhelmed with marketing. It can be very overwhelming. Um, and it, there's just so much to do in your small business other than just your marketing. So just choose one marketing tactic and start from there. So um, you don't have to do everything um, straight away in your marketing, but just choose one and choose one where your target market is. And that's what we talked about before, about where your target market is and where they hang out. So maybe that might be um, on a social media platform or blog or podcast, or even if you just, you know, really focus on your website, but then making sure you're keeping your website dynamic. Um, and that could be blog posts or, or um, podcasts and so forth. So, and then... And then make sure that you also enjoy that marketing tactic too or that you can learn or you can outsource that, um, that resource as well. So, for example, if you don't know anything about marketing and you don't have any understanding about how to do reels, example, on Instagram, then outsource that, um, that tactic. But you could also test a few and see what works for you and what's for your customer depending on your budget um, and also ask every customer where they found you. So, Find out where your customers are coming from. Don't be afraid to ask those questions when people contact you. Um, and then also, for example, um, yeah, as I mentioned, like just choose one social media platform or blog or podcast and just focus on that and then um, and see how that works. Or even just leverage another site or network, for example, on social media. You might be um, a regional business and you have a shop front and then leverage on platforms or networks like Buy From The Bush um, that's a brilliant idea that helps um, regional businesses, but it's also showing a network and everything, and it's an extension of your current marketing activities. Um, you don't have to do everything. Just make sure you choose one where your customers are. And just an extra tip I thought about as well, which sort of feeds into a lot of this, is um, for a small business and is actually being really realistic what you can achieve in your business on a daily basis. So, you know, if you've got other family commitments, personal commitments um, or other business commitments, you know, don't be afraid to um, look at the options of outsourcing for help um, in areas perhaps that you don't have the expertise in or that you need some support in it. It's marketing, admin and so forth. And then otherwise, you know, start employing staff on a small casual basis and then growing from there. Um, so, you know, small business can be very hard work, but it's also incredibly rewarding and satisfying. So... Um, there's just an extra tip to help you out, you know, to su support you going forward. I so, love that you got to the end and you went, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just so much in marketing that you can talk about. So just trying to um, give some extra tips, yeah, for businesses. So it's around number one, planning. Number two, your competition. Don't worry about your competition and just work out your next selling point. And then number three, your customers. Talk with, you know, find your customers and, and talk to the customers where they hang out. And number four, selling um, doesn't have to be the hard sell, but it is part of your marketing and really think about the whole customer journey experience and then about which marketing tactics, number five. So just perhaps 
do a few testing or focus on one and where your customers are? I think that there's there are five great tips and it's something that's always really keen to come back to. And I think that sometimes... Um, I know you touched on there at the end about outsourcing and things as well. Um, I think one of the hardest things to do in small businesses realise that you can't do everything yourself. And, no. <laughs> um, you know, I have a marketing background. I used to work in marketing, but I'm very much not my day-to-day anymore. And I think that actually acknowledging that, you know, at one point the square peg, square hole worked well, but the hole's moving and evolving and eroding and... <laughs> And changing shape. And so unless unless you're on the ball and willing to um, to make that your expertise for um, to find out how you're going to fit in with that market, it's just really nice to be able to um, outsource to someone who's got their head in that game all the time and can keep that um, keep track of that for you. And I find from a personal from a personal point of view, it's nice to be able to outsource just the um, the mental load of that of not needing to keep track about what's happening. I can just call you and we can have a chat around. So what's happening with LinkedIn these days or what's happening with Facebook, you know? Yes. yes. Um, and is it worth continually doing things like that? Because I think that's sometimes the hardest thing is just to acknowledge that you don't know what you don't know or that um, you can't maintain being an expert at everything. So just... And that comes back... Yeah, and that's very true. And it comes back to your own business as well too, Hallie. Like you can't do everything in your business, so you have to find that niche and what you're an expert in. For example, even I do in my marketing, there's just so much in marketing space and you have to choose what you like or what you want to work on as well. And that's the same for any small business, whatever industry they're in, really find that niche as well um, because you can't expect to be able to do everything within that industry or sector that you're in so um and then if you want to grow and scale your business and then perhaps add other extensions of products or services that you're offering and then you know that's another part then of employing staff that actually have that expertise as well yeah definitely definitely um and i think the other thing that um is probably for newbies in the marketing space um i know you, you touched on customers and um, you know, sell to them where they are um, and try and get in there. But I think one one thing that someone said to me a long time ago in marketing is that you're not selling to yourself, you're selling to your customer base. And that's something really hard to understand. Um, when you're when you're devising a campaign or you're putting together an ad or you're writing copy for your website or you're writing an, uh, an email that you want to go out to your customers, sometimes it's so easy to fall into the trap of, I'd love to get this. They're like, I think this would be amazing. I find that funny. I really like that song. I really like that image. Um, and it's hard to get your mind out of that and into, but will my customers like that image? Will my customers like that song? Will they like that tone of voice or that type of style of writing? Um, and often a lot of the criticisms you might have of ads are, well, I don't like that. And you go, yeah, well, you're not my customer. You know, um, you might get family members come back in, you know, like, <laughs> yes, I don't know why you're doing that. You know, if, if you did this, I would buy it. And you're like, well, I'm, you're not my market. You're not my, yes. and a lot of, my customer um, base. <laughs> and a lot of marketing now, they do avatars and everything around customers. So it's just really understanding your customer, basically. So it's the demographics and how you, your customers talk, walk the talk and where they are and, and um, where they hang out and what they buy and everything. So really understanding them, and that's basically around a customer avatar. But it's it's just really understanding your target market, what it comes down to, but making sure that you work with customers that you want to work with. So, um, you know, if it's what gender you want to work with in the age group and so forth. So really um, 
And that's really important because if you don't work with customers that you particularly don't want to work in that market, it's going to be really then hard for you to go in and actually um, talk to them and and understand them, but also delivering a product or service to that market. So um, really think about who you want to work with. That's really important because you want to enjoy it as well, not just yeah. to be successful, but you want to enjoy it. <laughs> and I think you touched on joy there. I think joy is a really important word and um I think the other one, jumping back to your point, number one on planning, it's really sort of setting those goals and um, and then planning to achieve them, but actually being realistic about what those goals are. And I think you 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 are far more eloquent in explaining them than what I could ever be. But, um, you know, it might be that you just want to make a lot of money or, or it could be that you just want to, you know, have a social enterprise that you want to employ people, um, you know, create employment for a certain group of people that are otherwise disadvantaged. Yeah. And I think that more and more and more these days, and especially as, um, you know, millennials and Gen Alphas come through, they're going to be drawn to businesses that are for purpose, not just for profit. Exactly. Um, and I think that you hit the money on the head to start off with actually saying that, you know, what are you actually trying to achieve and, and then market and devise a plan to achieve that? because it's not all about making money. Sometimes it's got, you know, you might have a complete campaign that's not about selling at all, but it's around just, you know, getting the message out there around trying to employ the right people or achieve your um, your purposeful objective as opposed to your profit objective. Yes, and it comes, yeah, it is. It's around the purpose. And, and you can still be in business and make a million dollars if that's what you want to do. And everyone still needs to make money in their business. And that's the whole point of business, you know. Not everyone's a not-for-profit organisation. So yep. but, um, there needs to be other, another substantial business. I, I think people's expectations have changed as well, what they um, look for in a business as well. It's not just about this take, 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 but you're actually giving back. And I think the way society has changed a lot too, we need to be able to, I think, be, it shows you're a better human as well, you know, to give back <laughs> to the community. And a lot of big organisations, they do incredible work in this space, um, be with it, um, you know, working in a, a different group of staff and employing those and having those different opportunities for different um, groups of people, but also giving back in a charity, charitable sense or having these fantastic initiatives they're developing and what they're doing. So there's, and there's a lot of work happening with big organisations that people don't know. And there was another podcast that you had, Hallie, and it was around about not all big organisations are bad. You know, there is some really great organisations doing some amazing work in this space um, and helping others. And either it's helping humans or helping animals or wildlife or the environment or something. But um, starting off small, not overwhelming small business again, but starting off small, you can just perhaps then give, um, you know, 2% or 5% back to charity or whatever the charity is. But as long as it's aligned with your business um, philosophy as well. So um, it doesn't necessarily have to be aligned, but just to make sure there's some connection for your customers to understand as well. But you don't have to. Like your business purpose could be purely just to make money and that's fine. Um, but in the sense of just making sure in your plan that you actually have what you're wanting to achieve in that and there's a purpose to your business. So are you trying to de deliver a better product or service to your customers as well? So, yeah. And that can be a purpose too. So That's right. And I think that, yeah, it's about being honest with it more than anything, isn't it? Just making yeah. sure you've got it clearly outlined. Because if you're in it just to have a family business to try and get your kids employed one day, great, just say that. Like it's just yeah. being honest about it. And yeah. then it's a family business and people really like supporting family businesses too because, um, yeah. you know, then the, there could be other influences in that family business then could perhaps give back sometimes later on or 
or you know what their purpose is comes back to as well. So they could be delivering perhaps if they're a builder, like a building, delivering a better home or sustainability to the environment for people and have that option. So, you know, there's so many different um, things you can have in your purpose in your business. Yeah. Excellent. Well, but, you know, planning, coming back to the planning point, yeah, just make sure that you have a plan helps and it just gives you direction um, for your business but also then for your marketing and other components of your business. Excellent. Well, it's been a joy to talk to you. Hillary and I do talk for hours every week. <laughs> and so we were very mindful that we were going to keep ourselves on track for this conversation. No I think we've achieved that. So pat ourselves on the back um, for staying on topic. <laughs> and uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast today, Hillary. Thank you very much, Hallie. It's been an honour. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening to the People, Planet, Profit podcast. Until our next episode. Bye.